So we're talking about the mitzvah of Avas Hashem. We spoke last week about the mitzvah of how a person comes to love Hashem, and we spoke about the first method Chazal talk about, and that is Torah which a person takes to heart, Torah which a person tries to feel, so to speak, at Allah Vavecho, so that brings him to Avas Hashem. Which is what Chazal say. Now there's a second and the third also in the Hanukkah to get to Avas Hashem. Also from Chazal. So let's talk about the second way, the, the second method, route, if you want. The Chazal tell us how a person can, can come to the midst, midst of Avas Hashem. And the second way to come to Avas Hashem is through is through Emona. Let's explain. Again, the Yisrael always is that the feeling of Ava comes from is primarily by a person for himself. That's what it is. A person loves himself. And whatever helps the person and whatever is, gives him what he needs, so then it connects to him. He has Ava for that. And if that's the case, the principle of Emona is that Everything that a person needs, everything that a person wants, and we're talking about the most basic things also, a person's life, a person's ability to think, a person's ability to see, to hear, to eat, whatever it's going to be. Whatever he has to have is many The person realizes this is coming from Hashem and no one else. So just like, in the case if your person had a human benefactor, who was the person who was always looking after them. Whatever they needed, he's the address. He can do whatever they need, he gives them whatever they need. So a person, because I see this is the way to achieve everything I need to achieve, to obtain everything I need to obtain, so naturally I feel a love for that person. This is the way, this is being mashed in me, this is giving me whatever I need. It's, for example, if children feel a love to their parents, at a younger age it's definitely not altruistic. It's very simple. It's because this is this is the way to get what they need. And if a, if a child looks at, thinks about it, that Bahamas, what what are my parents giving me? That's um, everything I need: food, clothing, a house, protection, whatever it is, education, whatever it is. My parents are the ones taking care of me for everything. And anything I need, they my address. So the feeling which comes from that is a feeling of of love in the sense that this is the one. Or this, these are the people who. Providing me with all my needs, and therefore the sense of emuna that Hakadosh Baruch Hu does that for a person the whole time also brings a person that level of ava. Also brings a person that level of ava because you might say a person understands that anything he needs comes from Hashem. But there's more than that. There's more than that. It's not just the shadow of what a person needs that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the address. You can provide him with what he needs. Something much more, and that is that there's a, a another pasuk. The pasuk says, "Ba'akolish baruchu, v'chishev machshavos, neval yidach yimenu nidah." You can look at it from the person's point of view. That when he comes to Hashem, you can look from another point of view also, and that is whatever Hashem is doing for a person is there to help him. What Hashem does for a person. Uh, what a coach thinks or plans for a person, the only makshava always is to help the person. And that's in a higher level. 
it's not, if, if let's say I had the rich uncle who'd be taking care of me forever I needed, but the master is a busy man. So yes, yeah, so he'll make time for me. When I need him, okay, no problem. What do you need? I'll take care of you. I'll help you. I'll, I'll find the thing you need. That's not his prime occupation. The master is, I'm grateful to him because he always helps me. I love him in the sense that he's always looking after me. But uh, I, I don't think that's his only project in life. Masha Enkin. Masha Enkin. When it comes to the way we think about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's relationship with us, with Yisrael, that's his primary preoccupation. That's what Hashem is busy with. That's what he's busy with. Everything. Everything. It's Hashem planning what's for, what's for us, what's good for us, and what He's doing to help us. And again, it's the Pasuk in the Torah. It's the Pasuk in the Torah. Hey, in Hashem, okay. Hashemayim, 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 Haaretz v'chol tzvam. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has the whole universe. The heavens, what's above the heavens? The land, everything on it. It all belongs to Hashem. Right? So what's Hashem busy with? Rak v'avisech al-choshak Hashem, le'ava o'isam, v'yiv khar v'zayim v'chorayim v'chol amim v'chayim azeh. And out of all that, out of the expanse of space, out of the entire universe that Hashem created, Rak, the only thing Hashem is interested in is v'avisech al-novis, and the children after them. Which means, and this is with, with the Chaim Savalos writes also, that from Chazal, that the Hashem is doing the whole time is looking to see what, 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 how's he going to help Klai Yisrael? What's he going to do for them? How's he going to help them? What he's going to bring them to where they're meant to come to? And that's the second part. That is a kilo that, if we can say in these words, Akadosh Baruch's interest is only us. And therefore, Halavai, a person will be thinking about Hashem as much as Hashem is thinking about him. And we say this. We say this, exactly this feeling. Um, in the Muslim of Rosh Hashanah, we say that Akadosh Baruch Hu is in kindness. Everything is doing to check what a person is doing and think what the person needs and plan what to do with the person. And then after all that, Rosh is thinking about us and planning for us. So what's our response? Asher ish elayish Asher ish, the person who's praised who didn't forget about Hashem. Never mind the same detail and thoughts and, and understanding and uh, interest as Hashem is just, has just, just said, Hashem has his ass. That is, is kol Hashem goes into a person's thoughts and his feelings and every single part about the person. Everything. And after that, at least the person thinks that he doesn't forget about Hashem altogether. There's no way we're thinking about HaKadosh Baruch even a little bit as much as he's thinking about us. But, that's meant to bring to a stage of Avah. It's meant to bring to a stage of Avah. If a person is relying, has, has that in mind, that HaKadosh Baruch is always looking after me, HaKadosh Baruch is always thinking about me, HaKadosh Baruch is always interested in doing what's good for me. And, the part of that same in is, therefore, whatever HaKadosh Baruch does is what's good for me. Whether I like it or whether I don't like it, whether I understand it or I don't understand it, but the Hanukkah always is, Hashem is doing this Badafka. Why? Because it's good for me. And it's being planned to be good to me, then that brings the person to Ava also. The second Mahalakh of Ava is the Emona. And the more clear the Emona is, the more clear the Emona is, and the more clear everything which Hashem is doing is with the intention of what's good for me. And it's not like anything is happening without Hashem doing it. Because Prophet's interest in me and focus in me is constant. If that's the case, that's the second factor which brings to Ava Hashem. And again, Chazal learns from the Psukim. When we spoke about the Torah bringing a person to Avos Hashem, we saw the Pasuk afterwards. And the words of Torah should bring. Chazal Hashem Torah Pasuk before. 
If a person understands Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, then that brings the half to Hashem Elokeinu. Why? Because this is the Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad is Imanu. Hashem's in charge. There's nothing else. He's deciding everything. Okay. And if he's deciding everything, and nothing happens without him doing it, it means that Hakadosh Baruch is being mashkiach on every single thing which happens to him. And everything which takes place, Hakadosh Baruch is orchestrating it. And let's understand why. Why is Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak, involving himself in everything which happens to a person? Nothing else. Hashem echod. Hashem. Nothing else takes place without him. Why? What's his interest? And the answer is, it comes back to the same side. Because Hashem's focus always is for the person. So the person thinks about that a little bit, that brings it the other way around. He made the Vavs of Hashem Lekechov. He made the Vavs of Hashem And now if you understand, that's the starting point. Now let's build it more as a point of the feeling, of the Av is meant to be. Because there's something even deeper here. And that is, what, uh, there's a beautiful shear we have. Which is from Shimon Agadol. He was one of the Hasidic Ashkenaz. At the time of the Rishayim, just after Dorab Rashi, there was a group of, uh, they're called Hasidic Ashkenaz, the great men of, of the Rishayim of the time. They had their own, we don't know exactly what it was. They had a certain Halakhan of Eidos Hashem, of Kabbalah, of Eidos Hashem, of, of reaching a very high level. We know that they got there because we saw they had Gidaliyah, they used to hear things in dreams, they used to. Whatever level of Ruach HaKadosh it was, we have this fire. We know what they were, where, where they got to. It was a group. It was called Hasidah Ashkenaz. The names? Well, we know that, for example, Rabbi Yudah Hasid, the one around the Shaitra Hasidah, was one of them. His father, Rabbi Shimon Agadot, was one of them. Rabbi Yezer Akanti was one of them. Shimon Rivitfrit, the Talmud of Rashi was one of them. It was a group of the Shadim at the time who called Hasidah Ashkenaz. So one of the things you have from the Shimon Agad was it's called the Shira Yechud. For people who say it in the Yom Kippur any other time, it's a long, long shift. But the, 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 there are a few lines which uh, which he expresses this, the Mamish this idea. And the, the Hargosha which he's trying to express is that, number one, nothing happens to Hashem. Nothing can happen to Hashem, nothing does happen to Hashem. And therefore, whatever is happening, Mitzah Hashem, is what's good for us. And if that's the case, it comes to the Hargosha. This is the, 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 the feeling is trying to convey that, which has become popular because of the song, but it's a line in the Shia Yechut. If that's the case, the MS, even the, 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 there's no Muslim of being most nefesh, so to speak, for an Amas Hashem. When the Prophet says, You have to have the Shimon Kech, you have to give up your everything, your money, your life, whatever's going to be for Hashem. It's not mysterious nefesh. It's not mysterious nefesh. Because it's starting from the Hanukkah, Hashem is doing what's best for you. Hashem is doing what's best for you. If that's the case, I'm not giving something else. If this is the position I put in, this is what's best for me. It's the dogma. If, uh, if I would be taking someone's advice because I trust them. And I say, listen, I think you should pay a certain amount of money for whatever it is. Otherwise, you ask me to give up my money? I'm not asking you to do anything. I'm telling you I think it's the best thing for you to do. This was best for you. And if the Hanukkah is, everything that the Shabbat is doing is, that's what's the best thing for you. And he puts the person in a situation they have to give up something meaningful. That's the Bechol Moedech, all your money. Al-Tukudosh Hashem. Why is it a sacrifice? You are putting it because this was the best thing right now which could happen to you. And if that's the case, Adab, thank you, Kodesh Baruch, for doing what's best for me. Yes. 
even if it means I'm giving something up. But I understand that that the cheshbon here is something where this is the most important thing which could be. Like he says, what can I give you back? It's all from you. And whatever, what, what can I be most nefesh for you? It's not, it's not mysterious nefesh. Right? And this is the mistake. People think that Kilo, the mitzvah of the hafta is, like we said, a person has to sacrifice something of his pressure. This is bad for me, but I'm doing it for you. So I'm giving up something of myself for you. Even though I'm losing from it, but to, to, to my loss, Hashem is going this worthwhile. What did you lose? What did you lose? You only gain. But if Hashem put you in a situation, you only gain from it. So what do you give up exactly? And therefore, the Amos Hashem is even in a situation where it would, it would look like a person has to give something up. If it's worth the feeling I'm giving something up, it's not Amos Hashem. It's not Hashem. The feeling of Amos Hashem is you ask me to give something up, but I'm happy to do it because I know it's for me. I'm happy that I know this is what's best for me. And therefore, Adarabit, showing that it's more important to me, because if Hashem puts in that position, I'm willing to give it up for him, because this is the best thing there is, I'm happy I had the chance. I'm happy you gave me the the, 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 the to do such a thing. Let's look at Abraham for a second. I'm recording now the Joshua Saran. It's a very famous, famous Joshua Saran. And the Ran says like this. The Ran asks on the, on the Nisan of the Akeda. And he says, the Maisa, the Nisan of the Akeda, on the one hand, you understand, it's a tremendous thing to ask a person to sacrifice their child. But on the other hand, where was the choice? Where was the choice? Abraham Avinu was a Navi. You don't have the option of disobeying Hashem. Hashem says, go and do something. And as you're not making Abraham Avinu to a Russia, as you're going to listen to Hashem's direct command or not. It's hard, but what are you going to do? If, if, if you're a Navi and Hashem says to you, get up and do something, you're going to say no? You can't. So where, where, was the, where was the greatness of the Nisan? Let's just make the question a bit stronger. You have to. Right? If a person is a Navi and says Hashem is all-powerful, Hashem says, get up and do something, what choice do I have? I have to do it. I'll have it a hundred times. If I was, let's say, uh, taken captive by a pirate, and the pirate puts me on the edge of the boat and says, right, jump. What choice do I have? It's not, it's not, great, it's not great to Bechira. He's, he's, he's holding a gun to my back. I have no choice. Okay, I just told me to jump. I jump. What could I do? So Hashem told him to do something. No one had a choice. Yeah, no, it was punished for that. But he still had a choice. But it wasn't, but it wasn't again, it wasn't the guidance that a person does the right thing. It was a mistake that he didn't. I mean, why, why, what's the big deal? That Abraham listens to what Hashem told him to do. Of course, well, he expects to know it. It's at least the default if it's not what he has to do. Right. right. So says the Ran of Chiddush. Says the Ran of Chiddush. And everyone quotes the Ran. The Ran says, Hashem never gave Abraham a tzivui to kill Yitzchak. Never. It was never an instruction, go kill Yitzchak. He said, Kach noch. Says the Ran. Hashem said, Hashem, please. It's a request, it's not a commandment. And the, run, the way the run says it, Hashem says to Abraham Avinu, Abraham, I know this is very hard. If you don't feel you can do it, that's fine. I'm not forcing you. I would like it. But no, 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 no obligation. No stress. It's okay if you say no. And now that made it an Islam. Because now what Hashem said, you must do this, now what can I do? No, you don't have to do it. 
I would like it, but you don't have to do it. And if you want to say, I don't, uh, Hashem, this is too hard for me, uh, I can't. That's fine, I wasn't being with you. I wasn't being with you. You didn't have to. I think everybody said, this makes it psychologically a much harder test. Because what can you think? Hashem never told me to. Hashem said, Meirosh is difficult for you, and I'm okay if you say no. And now, if everyone's thinking, if I'm going to say yes, then I'm killing Yitzchok. I'm deciding to do it because I didn't have to do it. Hashem would have said it's okay if I don't. So it's my choice to do this completely. So why haven't Taka decided to do it? That made it a real nice But I don't have to. Why haven't decided to do it? I have a decision. Because if that's what Hashem told me He wants, it must be that's the right thing. Why does Hashem tell me this is what I would prefer? Why does Hashem tell me that I would like you to do it? Hashem would like us to do something bad. Hashem would like us to harm ourselves. If I, if I, even if Hashem wasn't being the time me to do it. But the fact I know this is what Hashem wants. This is what Hashem would like. So it must be the best thing. I don't understand why. He didn't. And uh, it's something extremely difficult. But if once I know that's what Hashem wants, that makes it the right thing to do. And therefore I have to do it. Because I, uh, with, with the feeling of, I know Hashem wants me to do it. I know that if Hashem wants something, that's the best thing for me. In the Maestro, we see it was, as always, right? The Dafka the Akeda is what guarantees the survival of Tal Yisrael. Now, without the Akeda, Abraham was a Tzaddik, Yitzhak was a Tzaddik, Tzaddik. Tal Yisrael after Zonda was a Tzaddik. The only time we got a Haftacha without any conditions attached, that Hashem will always stay with Tal Yisrael forever with the Akeda. So, yes, of course, it was for Abraham's benefit. Hashem wanted him to put in that position, so that that would be Zaycha to the Haftacha. Abraham was there at the time. But what we did know at the time was Hashem only does things for our benefit. And therefore, if I know that this is what Hashem wants, this is good. This is what, not only that, this is exactly what Hashem wants me to do. It must be the best thing for me. And therefore, when Abraham didn't do that kind of crying, oh, Hashem, this is so hard, your mom is just torturing me. No, it's the other way around. Because this, if this is what you want, this is the best thing, I want to do it. And therefore, we see in the Akedah itself that even when the Nadab calls it from Shemayim says, Abraham, stop. Abraham doesn't want to stop. Now that Hashem wants me to do it, you're telling me I don't have to. Don't. Hashem says I should. So I want to. And so Hashem says no. The Nisayan was to get to the stage. Now stop. But uh, that's the mindset. And then it's the same you said. That when it comes to the Nukuda is Adrava. The situation Hashem is putting you in, that's the best thing. That's the best thing. And the only Hashem Hashem has was good for you. And therefore, Oh, Hashem's put in a situation which looks hard, looks painful, looks bad. If a person's coming from the, the Emunah, the Emunah says, number one, I wasn't here, I wasn't put here by chance. Hashem Echot. He orchestrated this. He put me here for a reason. And number two, Hashem's only cheshpun always for a person is to do what's good for them. Hashem's cheshpun always in any situation is what's good for the person. Yes, depending on what the person did, depending on where the person's holding it, will change what's good for them in the situation. That's true. But in any situation where a person is, Hashem put you here because this is what's good for you. That's the best thing for you, I think. And if that's the case, the, the response of the person should be, this is what you want me to have? I'm happy with it. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for putting me here because I even if I don't understand why, but the money is good for me. And then again, that's what you said in the second level now. While we said the myth of a hafta is not just a myth of serious nefesh. It's a serious nefesh from a point of Aaron. Because if a person says, if a person's in a situation, let's say, where they have to, where they have to give all their money, 
Like, even let's not talk about a case where they have the choice. We're not talking, that's not, we're talking about a case where a person has a choice. That he's told either do an avera or we're going to take all your money. It's a different point. But that session does take all the person's money. He wasn't given the choice, he just lost all his money. How's he going to respond? How's he going to respond? It's like a tremendous tragedy. How can you do this to me? Or, no. Mo'idecho means that if it appears with no tell, even if he takes all your money, I understand, of course, this is the best thing you should do for me in the circumstances. And therefore, my response to that is our position. And if Hashem decides the person needs to die, again, let's not talk about the choice. It's not a question of, give up your, are, you, are you in a position where you have to give up your life? No, no, a person is diagnosed with a, an untreatable illness. No, then whatever else happens to the person, he knows he's about to die. So what's his response? I said, we so unfair, I'm still young. Or, how could you do this to me? Or, has to shot him worse. Or not. The, 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 the feeling is, if this is what Hashem wants, then that must be the best thing. And therefore, it's not, again, thank you Hashem, this is the best thing for me. I don't know why, I don't understand why. That's not the point. But the Maisa, another Hanukkah. That is, HaKadosh Baruch plan is always the best. That's his, that's his motivation, that's he's always trying to do. So that's what he means. This, this is what Hashem had in mind. Amakabu. Va'abu. Because I'll talk about this a lot of times. The big matter where it says the Makabal Yusurim Ba'abu. Or Makabal Gzardin Ba'abu. Again, it's not the choice a person has to make. He was put in the situation. He wasn't given the choice. But if a person can choose to be Makabal Ba'abu, which means what I see what Hashem did for me, I'm thanking Hashem for doing it. Thank you. I know this is a, that understand that if you all, your intention always is to do what's best for me, then if that's what you did, that's the best thing. That has a tremendous power. Besides the fact that it's a king of the midst of Avas Hashem. The Chaznishas, he says it's very easy to be with Avas Hashem when Hashem gives me everything they wanted. Right? Of course, I'm, of course I'm happy. Thank you Hashem so much. That's exactly what I wanted, I got. Right? But when it works the other way around, and a person doesn't get what they wanted, they have the same Ava and say, Akhadish Baruch, for what you gave me, it's not what I wanted, but I know that you did it, therefore it's the best thing for me, it's much more difficult. But that's where, they say, that's the test of the person, the, 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 the emotion that person has is bringing Ava. That even if it wasn't my plan, but the my I'm accepting Hashem's plan is good for me, and thank you for that, and I'm happy with that also. And the second point also, the, in this, the, the idea of being Makabal, Bin Shemayim Ba'ava, it's an Abayyana, an Apostle. The Bible says, "Ki chamas Adam toidecha, she'eris time mistachla." Says the Benyan in Shari Shavim, "Ki chamas Adam toidecha." When Hashem's anger against the person is met by thanks, the way a person responds to a punishment, the way a person responds to losing something, the way a person responds to disappointment, is that he's grateful. Why is he grateful? Thank you, Hashem. You know what's best for me. So this is what you gave me, and I'm happy that, 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 that I know that was the best thing. Then Sha'ir is Chaim Mustafa. He doesn't need any more punishment. Hashem takes any other punishment that person was meant to get, Hashem takes away. I'll call Shav Chaseava. Whatever Shoim a person has, whatever various he's got, and he did actually punish him, Chaseava. If the person's response to Ava Hashem, he doesn't get punished. He won't get punished for anything else. When a person gets punished, you feel, oh, I'm getting punished. However, he responds to punishment. Right? Okay, it's a kapara punishment. It's part of a process. She was doing it for a reason. Right? But if a person, okay, he has to go through the process, and however much punishment they're meant to suffer, they'll suffer. And again, she knows what he's doing. There's a reason for it. But if a person's response to punishment is gratitude, Ava, I go, thank you for the punishment. I know it was the right thing to do. 
sometimes maybe I don't know exactly why it was the right thing for me. Sometimes I might not know why, but I have them on it. If that's the case, then I'll call Pshat Hasa'av. I don't need any more punishments. That, that Avat Hashem is not happening everything. I heard from a time of Shmuel Rizavsky. He was Nifta, not so, he's in the 60s, he's Nifta from the Machna. He said, last week's of his life was in terrible usurp. And he said, this time it was like one of the people, who, like Ben Bayes' house, was trying to look after him. With terrible headaches. That's for one time I spoke with Shmuel. This must be for that. Because someone could like work out, like what, what usurp he got, like why I deserved it. Good. If a person can work on that, then of course, thank you, Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's it's, uh, it's good you're giving it to me. Even if a person can't work at that, but again, their moon is there. Their moon is there. Hashem doesn't punish for that. And Hashem has no other motivation in what a person does. A person says what's good for the person. And therefore, the more the person has that idea of Hashem Echot. Number one, nothing happened to our Hashem. And therefore, this Hashem, whatever's happening, Hashem is doing this to me. Why? Because Hashem is only one, one, one interest. What's good for you? Then that brings the person to Hashem. Just like we said, a person who is motivated solely to look after you the whole time and give you everything you need and take care of you, whatever you need, they always, that's what their motivation is. It brings you alive because it's someone who's, who's there to help you. So if a person sees that's what the Sparkle is acting, acting as the whole time. So bring that out. And when the person has that feeling, so then, what can I repay? So it's not like I have to, I have to give up something. I have to, whatever situation I'm in, that's the Ava. That's what she's doing with Festival. Therefore, <laughs> Sometimes sorrow of the yoga name, sir. I have thirst. I have problems. Hashem, Hashem, I say thank you, Hashem. Both at the same time. More Hashem, Hashem goes from both of them. I thank Hashem for this. I thank Hashem for that. That's the level. Of, that's the level of a person who is Avas Hashem. Whatever Hashem does for me, it's good for me. And I thank you for the opportunity. Like we said, when a person gets to that, there's no more kapara. The biggest misbeach kapara, the Gemara says, is Avas. Because on that level, then a person recognizes that everything's good for me. The punishments also. He doesn't need to be punished. That's, uh, that's a much higher level of connection with Hashem. That's, that's the second of the three ways Chazal talk about how a person can come to a kiyom of this mitzvah we call Avos Hashem. Right.